Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of This Is This. Is hey, 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 what's going on? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? I'm feeling refreshed. It is hot. It's hot. It, it is, is hot. very hot. Very hot. I'm, I'm it's tired a hot over the country hot. these days. Yeah, I'm tired of it being hot. Well, ladies, I have been thinking about a topic I've wanted to talk to talk about for a little while. And I've Ooh. had a couple of people ask me about this. So I thought I'd bring it up to, you know, y'all favorite my favorite aunties. Lay it on. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about sex toys. Ooh. And I want to talk about all of the the taboo around sex toys and why there's a taboo around sex toys, specifically mm. in our community, because you know us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No us. Um, so I just want to get y'all's like, uh, thoughts and ideas about sex toys. I can give you mine, but um, I feel like whenever we bring up sex toys and we're talking to friends or family or whatever, there's always this, you know, face, the clutching of the pearls and, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. And I don't really understand why. Um, you know, what's interesting is it's, it's always <laughs> me. It always seems like it comes back to y'all. Excuse my child; she in here too. She excuse me. Right. right. It always comes back to like a competition thing of it's not being looked at as an assistive pleasure aid, but taking the place of the partnering pleasure. Or you don't have a partner, so you're you know you're using it to jack off and self-pleasure in the dark you know under the covers and it's it's just you know a very negative connotation associated with it which I wonder like where does that even come from right like I feel like in other communities or in other situations you hear people talk about it and it's not as taboo as I feel like it is in our community I feel like when I talk to people who are black and brown and I'm like hey you're having issues with desire what about adding a toy and they're like oh my god oh um, mm, 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 we don't mm, I don't know but I don't feel comfortable with that um but in in, often in other you know in other communities they're like oh yeah girl we already do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's so it's such a huge difference I feel like I mean maybe it's different for y'all I don't know if y'all have the same experience but it just feels so starkly different that's so interesting because I feel like like as you were saying that I'm like who do I know from other communities if that's so bad Which is hilarious because my friends are so eclectic, but I'm just like, wait, do that. But I'm like, wait, it's it's kind of it's interesting because I feel like I feel like I'm I'm trying to get my words together, but I feel like people I know, all my friends, right, black, white, brown, whatever. Everybody got a toy uh, drawer, like a toy. They got, we got some kind of toys, right? Especially the women, especially I'm talking about my women friends. We all have some kind of toys. I think it's sort of like, um, you know, this juxtaposition between like who we are and who we're supposed to be. Mm. So just kind of like, you know, how people kind of put on these like religiosity personas, but that's not right. really the value center life that you live, right? It's just like, mm. that's how you grew up. So that's, so what, for, uh, you, you know, that's what you say, yeah. but it's like, but I know really you got, you know, a, you got a, a freak in the sheet. And, and, that, and that's what I'm saying, but it's like, and you don't, 
you don't wholeheartedly disagree with some things that you hear, but you put on that front because it's like, you can't just openly be like, yeah, like that's my groove too. I think some of that is like with, with sex toys, because I mean, like people tell me about stuff. I'm like, okay, I had no idea about that rabbit until people started sending me the little TikTok videos of like the confessionals. And I was like, yeah. let me go ahead and order this rabbit. Okay. Cause y'all know I have my plus one that I travel with my little vibrator, but right. you know, I'm talking about like, you know, like from the anal plugs to a mm-hmm. flashlight. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the flashlight, yeah. but you know, that's like, look like a flashlight, like but it's a, a pocket. That's what I'm saying. The pocket pussy. And, and, and I have known, I mean, like y'all my aunt was the one who put me on to the flashlight because she was like sometimes she be tired and right. so she want to make sure he can get what he need and she gonna rest mm-hmm. and I was just <laughs> like okay but I know a lot of guys who are just like who come to me like yo my girl using a toy then that's a problem you know I ain't exactly. doing what I need and, and if you have to wonder like what how were they you know indoctrinated about toys like what have they heard about it you know, did their mom have a, or their big sister have a toy or something that it was like a big secret, or is it just really all about, well, if you're putting it down right, she don't need nothing. She don't else. need nobody else. She ain't gonna think she about nobody else. don't need nothing, else. nobody. We, and it's, now, it's y'all, we, have, we have had the conversation already with some of our male co-hosts about how straight women ain't even getting orgasms on a regular basis. So right. even if you subscribe to that, you ain't putting it down, homie. 70% of the time, you ain't putting it down. So why <laughs> we need to figure out. But I heard this, where did this disconnect come from when clearly women need a, a, a variety of stimulation and there are things out there that can help with that. But mm-hmm. I also think we have that mentality of sex toys are just for women. Right. Yeah. And they're not. But I know many a man hashtag research, hashtag research. <laughs> that enjoy <laughs> that enjoy a little anal play that may um enjoy having their nipples pinched or something so they like a little <gasps> nipple clamp or something thrown mm-hmm. in the mix um so we we also need to get beyond the conversation of toys are just for women yeah and with the understanding that orgasm is not always the goal sometimes it's just to elongate i mean you know you might want to put a cock ring on so the actual sexual experience lasts longer Mm -hmm. yeah you know or like a french tickler or you know things okay doc come on abc i'm just saying you know so you might want to to take us through (laughs) you might want to elongate (laughs) as opposed to hurrying up getting the orgasm and i think there there is also this lack of knowledge around that there are many toys that are out there designed for couples or they're out there and they're designed for stimulation for both people Mm -hmm. so the the idea that this that toys are just for women is also just like you know wrong (laughs) it's an old and antiquated idea that women have this super vibrator uh insert you know sharper image catalog sex in the city season whatever that you know they're sitting in the bathtub and under the shower or something that that's what this is going on and really we need to um one of the catchphrases of normalize you know partner play and understanding that sex toys can be 
an aid to just an enhanced sexual experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And also going back to something Dr. Clay said, although sex toys are not just for women, going back to that competition piece, I think what, what I have heard in conversations with my female friends again is that basically they do have more of a guaranteed orgasm when they are using toys. And so it's not just that they're using toys, it's just it's, it's that they're using toys and they're having big O's and their partners are intimidated and or insecure. And I, you know, and I have to explain, you know, that's not that the toy is more efficient, but the toy is more efficient. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, the, the toy does not have any context, right? Like I put my, I turn my, my plus one on, I know the setting that I prefer is the third one. Um, <laughs> I know exactly it, where to put it. Okay. I know exactly long. where to go and it does what I want it to do so long as it's, it's charged because sometimes when it don't be charged and it die in the middle now that is problematic but as long as it's charged it's going to do what I want it to do but a partner you know it's like I don't know what kind of day my partner has had you know mm-hmm. they might have ate something threw me off and I'm just like your breath stank I don't want it. you know mm-hmm. we got to do it this way today you know my leg hurt you know I can control all those things and so just kind of teaching people about our bodies I think you know something we kind of always go back to is just like learning yourself learning what you like and we come we become better at that when we have that solo play with toys and you get more efficient using the toy but the toy is not more efficient than your partner it's not competition it's just apples and oranges right and you you know for for solo pleasure also helps you to know what you enjoy Mm -hmm. so you can better communicate to your partner um so you have you know i'm enjoying it by myself i'm enjoying it with my partner or partners um i'm achieving orgasm or i'm not i'm extending my my playtime if you will my sexual experience um but it's all very personal and i think that when we when we personalize it that we need to be we need to have a conversation and be more inclusive of communicating why I like this toy, what this toy does and, and those type of things and how we can explore with, with each other or by ourselves. Cause sometimes you just don't want to be bothered with. I was about to say one of my, um, one of the um, women I used to work with, she used to equate sex toys to like a TV dinner. And so she would be like, you know, having sex with your partner is like having steak and potatoes. You put in the effort, you seasoned the meat, you cooked it all, you put it on a nice fancy plate, um, you prepared for this meal and you enjoy it and it's wonderful, but this is like an hour and a half of work, right? And sometimes you get home, all you got time for is a TV dinner. That's it. And pop in the microwave and go to bed. Mm-hmm. And so to think of it like that, as opposed to competition, you don't only eat TV dinners. You don't only eat steak dinners, mm-hmm. depending on the day or the situation or your partner or what, or the stress level or work or what time you got off or whatever, things can change. And you do with what you do, what you need to do in the time that you have. Um, and so sometimes when I think about sex toys, that's what I think about is that it's just an, an alternative. It is not a replacement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for women, I think we know that. And even though we keep it under wraps in a lot of, in a lot of situations that we don't talk about it as openly, we kind of allow ourselves to have that alternative where men look at it as competition when it's not. 
another thing you just made me think about also was if we think about what's been happening in the world for the last 15 months, you know, we've not been as accessible to our partners possibly Mm -hmm. that we normally would have been and being able to still have, you know, uh, intimate experiences, whether it's virtually, you know, with mm-hmm. your partner or those type of things. Also, mm-hmm. you know, in, in 2021 and 2020 make a lot of sense as opposed to just kind of going without being yeah. able to sit there and explore what you are interested in and what um, engages you sexually and feels good. So you can communicate that post pandemic, if you will. Mm-hmm. So then I have a question. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, Val. Oh Lord. So if you're if you decide that you're open and willing enough that you're going to, I mean, I, I imagine that the, that the audience knows the three of us have no issues with toys. We're talking <laughs> about toys or having conversations about toys. But let's say you're somebody who you either you are you have used toys in the past, but never with a partner, or you've never used toys at all. How do you? start that conversation because I think a lot of people that's the hard part is when you want to when you're open to to starting something new how do you have that conversation with a partner especially if your partner happens to be a penis owner how do you do that in a way that that isn't threatening for them that's a great question that is a really good question I would probably ask like maybe have you had to do this in the past (laughs) (laughs) No, <laughs> you had to do this in the past with one of your partners yes I have he, he, you know <laughs> you know what i i like the you know personally right personally i have the i just have the nike approach you know i'm just straight up you know it just it, it comes out like what do you think about toys or I will just mention like it might come up like you know I travel a lot for work and I always have my plus one and usually like people kind of be like you know somebody might say you're plus one like so you get to take people with you on your trip like oh no that's my handy dandy little vibrator and you know that's one of the toys that I have and things like that it, it may come up that way but you know like we've talked about before I think it's just it's always easier for me, I think, you know, when you bring up toys and the like, like when you're not in the heat of the moment, although some, some things I think, well, no, let me take that back. When you're not in the heat of the moment, bring it up. And just, cause I'm like, don't just pull out the drawer in the middle. I mean, if you, if you pull out like a big ass anal plug in the middle, right. I might tense up because my ass ass ain't have time to prepare for that. But I had someone, this was like, you know, like when you you have that after love making processing session, like Mm -hmm. how was it? Or, Ooh, baby, you know, that was great. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, I would love to just, you know, like bend you over and fuck you from behind. It's just like, okay, I thought you did that. You did a good job. It's like, no, the other holes. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. We can start slow with like a butt plug. And it's like, like that might be the one time that I feel like size really does matter. And that literally happened to me maybe earlier this year and maybe after I had went to the sex store, my bestie, because I was like, bitch, he want to put in my ass. He got a big ass dick. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I need to like test that out with some like some plugs. This- but he, he threw it out, right? So I was just like, wow, I've never had a guy to kind of throw it out. So I went to the store because I'm like, I need to have control of this situation, right? Like right, I don't want right, no right. big ass mandingo butt plug. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want no ramble. But that you got to think about the proper loop and that's, everything. That's 
that's what I'm saying. So it, it ended up now I had more of a conversation with my bestie than him, which I think probably happens very often. And then we had a very long conversation with the rep at Priscilla McCoss. And just a side note. The people who work at sex stores are like the most informed people in the world. They like, are. I they trust are. them. It's yeah. I've never gone in a sex store and asked a simple question and not gotten a very contextual, informed, thoughtful because they know they know half people that walk in that store don't know what the fuck they need or want yeah. or they just be like, let's buy this. You know, yeah. they don't know. And they were like, well, what kind of experience are you going for? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. But it was like, it was so big in my ass. That's okay, all. so we, I, I walked out with Lou. I walked out with different sizes and like all of that to say, like, we never used it because I took it in my little goodie bag and I was too much of a pump to pull it out. Like, it was, <laughs> you don't remember, I'm not bringing, I'm not that bringing shit it up. up. <laughs> But I have a whole kit that's ready. But all of that to say, I think sometimes, you know, like the more comfortable you get with the partner, the more, the easier it can be. I'm not gonna say the easier it is, but the easier it can be to bring up those things. Like, what do you think about? And I kind of like that. It's not a, you know, I want to ram you in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But uh, but, uh, But, but more of a, you know, kind of like an exploratory conversation. Well, and exactly. And and to that end, um, because when we were there now, my bestie and I happened to have gone to several sex stores together because that's what we do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we saw a lot of couples there together. And I thought, you know, I actually have never been at a sex store with a partner, you know, together. Yeah. And I was like, that would be, I I would encourage people to do that because I like, yeah. And I told told him I would never tell nobody. So I'm only telling y'all and my listeners, right. Um, because we, (laughs) you know, my, my, one of my brothers, I'm not going to say which one, but we were Uh out and about and I don't know why we had to kill time. I don't know if like a car was getting repaired. It was some reason we had to kill time together. So I was like, um, we always passed this like sex store and I was like, you want to go in? He was like, yeah, but don't tell nobody. But it was so nice. And like, you know, I had on my Howard sweatshirt and, you know, and the girl was like, I'm a social worker. (laughs) And the girl, I was like, this is his first time in here. And she was like, oh my God. So she took us like on a whole tour through the whole store. And she was like, you know, and these like, this is everything. But it was, it was so cool. But all of that to say, I mean, I would encourage people to go with their partners. Cause I'm thinking about like pleasure parties I've been to like pure romance mm-hmm. or bedroom. It's almost parties. always women. It's mm-hmm. all women. And I don't, I don't know a men like go to a pleasure party together, but I think it, I think guys might be more open. If you're like, Hey babe, let's just run over here to Priscilla McCall's or Adam and Eve or look through mm-hmm. this book, you know? And they, and they may be yeah. more Lines to like you may get hints dropped on you you know at stuff that they on what they're at. interested in yeah yes. or what they yes. might want to try you know that wherever they tend to stand and look for long <laughs> you know like oh okay. right 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 it's like the radar you know, like they want to be the handcuffs okay okay yeah you know or another thing I I I think is especially in the age of social media and we see you know ads have just gone through the roof um, over the last year and a half, but sending, you know, like, hey, what do you think of this? Have you ever seen this? Or, you know, kind of throwing it out there and see if somebody catches it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, a, that's assuming you got at least one partner that's willing and open to disclose they want to try something. I, you know, sometimes you get people who both want to try something, but both don't want to say nothing. Yeah, right. right. 
because we, that well then you know how we do that you know how we do that then it's like man you know erica told me her and her husband had a swing <laughs> you, you, you know, know do. do you know you know black people you know that's how we do it it's like and then yeah. he, what they got a swing she looked too big you, you know what i we should give permission to the audience to be like hey if you mm. we give permission to the audience to be like, hey, if you want to bring some shit up with your partner, you don't know how. So you can be like, girl, my friend Dr. Clay was telling me about this thing her and her husband do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mm-hmm. think about that? You but you know that's this how we introduce podcast, stuff to partners. They were talking about some crazy stuff on there. Like what? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> be like, what podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is sex podcast. You know, go ahead and subscribe. You know, all that yeah. stuff. Go to go to this specific episode. Tell me what you think, cause they, oh, I thought they was crazy. It's like I can't believe she said she said she went to go get a butt plug. And I was like, what? <laughs> dot 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 question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and she said lube too, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Making a little shopping list, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I think everybody should have lube. Everybody should have lube. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We we definitely should normalize having lube around. Um, okay, lube is not a dirty word. Okay, it is not. not. Let's affirm that. Can we? And air, can we put if that everybody on a uses it from one time to another, everybody. We yeah. do need that. Okay, we need that on a t-shirt. You don't even need hashtag work. research for that one. That's just a no. Given. That's a freebie. No. Okay. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. You know I what would be it, interesting, right? Because I feel like, right, we have all, we've talked about toys and, and we are obviously are all very comfortable with toys and having a conversation about toys. But what, what have, if you, if you've had this conversation with male partners previously, what have they said? Like when you, when you've asked them like, Hey, what do you think about this? What are the types of responses that you get? Because I can tell you the stuff that I, the stuff that I get that I've gotten previously, usually the younger they are, the more they're like, nah, nah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I've gotten older, and I think as, you know, we've gotten older, the, the taboo has gotten a little bit better, I think. But what are some responses you guys have gotten? You know, it's interesting. Um, I, I think every partner has been different. Mm-hmm. I've had some that are very adventurous. I've um, only had one partner. <laughs> <laughs> one partner but val and a how many um research assistants yeah and then i had you know a partner that was um intimidated and felt like you know if we weren't having sex every day that oh because you did we was with that that you had your toy today so you're not interested that kind of thing or i've been replaced conversation but I, for me, every, you know, all of my three partners have been different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure, make sure you say it right. Okay, my three, all three of my partners have been different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had one research assistant, I would say, who was very enthused about toys and very. Um, I mean, he would just encourage like, oh, you know, like you, you want me to like, where's the vibrator, you know, or, or let's do this. And it was just like, oh, okay. And it kind of weirded me out because it was like, I never experienced that before, but it also helped me too. Cause it was like, okay, you like this shit? Cause I love this shit. <laughs> you mm-hmm. like it. Like this is that just better. Make it even better. I yeah. Ain't got so it, it was pretty, it. it was pretty cool, but I have noticed, I think 
I feel like sexually I am different, expressively different. Is that a thing? Like, I feel like I'm different depending on the partner, you, you know, like different people yes. bring out different parts of yep. you. So it's like, like, I, I can't even, this has nothing to do with anything, but <laughs> I dated this guy who was like, oh, I don't eat pussy. You know, I just, I just, it's never been my thing. And it's like today me, like I would never date him. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't you, even know right. why you the fuck I wasted my right. time. And it was just like, everything he did after that like subconsciously I think I was just kind of like keeping this tally of like and this motherfucker don't even I wouldn't waste my time but that was in like my late 20s but did he want a blowjob or did he not care about blowjobs you know what it, there's so much self-disclosure on this podcast but he enjoyed this <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like he wanted know, head, but he didn't want to give head. He was a he was a, a fellatio connoisseur, okay? <laughs> and you know, but but my my oh, I was about to go there, but he did not care for conolingus, and it was just like you know what? But all of this to praise the penis, but he didn't want to praise the pussy. Okay, and you know, and for that that time, it was cool because I diminished part of myself sexually to be like okay i'm i'm okay with that but i think you know Ooh, in that's a whole nother podcast okay that's we're gonna put a a, a pin a in, pin that, in, in that, that one because girl let me say okay but it, it's like in hindsight i realized that i dim my sexual life well all my whole life for him but it was just like this negro was trifling so i would just encourage people to you know put your pussy first yep <laughs> And your pleasure. But, 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 you're, but, but seriously, like, if there are things you want, I think, you know, at the heart of this conversation is like, how do we talk about things we might be interested in sexually with our partners or whatever? Yeah. And it's like, just bring it up. I, I'm for the, the whole Nike mentality. Just bring it up. You know, I think you, you know I, your I partner feel like well. You enough. have to be your unapologetic, authentic yeah. self when it comes to sex, mm-hmm. when it comes to your pleasure. You know, when it comes to your boundaries and your intimacy, you can't let another person dictate, pun intended, what feels good for you, what you enjoy receiving, what you enjoy giving. Like if it's not meshing, mm-hmm. you know, in, at some point I feel like it's going to cause problems, you know, to have a partner, to find a partner that is open and willing to explore with you in a open and judgment-free zone makes the sex just even more phenomenal and makes the intimacy outside of sex you could just be going to get ice cream so much yeah. better yeah yeah mm-hmm. open and honest communication which i think is the key to a lot of a lot of things so i think that this conversation is great but uh I think that Valen has a a juicy little surprise she's holding on to. Yeah, okay. so I think I think that this would be an even more enlightening conversation if we had a male perspective. You know, I want to know what what are the guys thinking? You know, like or do they agree with what we've said? Are they really like I'll be waiting on my girl to you know bring it up? Or I I don't know how to, you know like I just I just want to know because mm-hmm. they don't be talking to me about that part. So I'd love to hear what that what type of approach they would like in terms of how you bring it up. 
Ooh, yes, yes, yes. 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 And so, I don't so, know how they brought it up. Yeah. Like how how do they if they are into like anal play and you know they like a little some extra in the bedroom or the kitchen or the barn? How do they okay. bring it up? The part. Yeah. Because I think, you know, because like I'm feeling like they're going to be judged because they want to bring in a toy. Oh, yeah. now that's a good, that's a good one. Mm. Especially with anal play, because, you know, that's like so taboo. It's so taboo. Especially for our community. You already know. Right. Yep. Our, our people be like, okay, hand. well, you did yeah. Yeah, but the going deep is, down, you know, they want to say, you know, how did it feel? Lord? Okay, because Future said, I'm gonna put my thumb in a butt, and if you ain't never had no thumb in your ass, just do it and come back. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, do it and come back. That's, I mean, because it's, you know, put in report just, and report back. It's to just one like, of those things. Like your report like, in the comments, please. <laughs> please I, I can tell please. you that it's. I mean, just do the research. Search, okay this is yeah. your homework okay do the research and come back and let us know because mm. the, mm -hmm. the area is sensitive inquiring minds want to know we want to yes, know we yes we do so <laughs> when we come back we're going to have our guys we're going to have some guest speakers some men some penis mm -hmm. owners some and penis we're owners. Get penis owners and we are going to get their perspectives on all things toys do they like them do they bring them up are they really competition and real talk straight talk no chaser so next time on this is sex it's going to be part two of you know toys R us all right now all right so come back and holler at us next time on what this, this is, is it. It.